Hey everyone, I'm Brenda and I'm Julia and you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Monday. Oh, oh, do it again. Yeah. Wow. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. She has a single on Spotify now. Oh, yeah. She's a Spotify artist because she goes, yeah. (laughs) That's actually the whole track. The whole thing. It's just, yeah, on repeat. I keep changing it. The first one was lower. It's all different, yeah. It's all different times. <laughs> great, great, great. We love to hear it. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. I'm I'm loving a Sunday. We love a Sunday. I, I feel like we've been very go, go, go. So to just like have some time to, to be a Sunday feels good. I know. When's the last time that we didn't work on a Sunday though? We just like- I don't know. It's crazy because I still remember like a long time ago when we, when my brother was like, don't you just record an episode a week? And I was like, (laughs) like, I was like so offended and granted, I feel like the stuff we've, we do and have done has kind of increased as we've better understood this world, but damn. Well, we should just relax one Sunday. I know. And then we're like, we're, we're good friends. We love our friends. So we were talking about this yesterday that having a chill night with friends is, is amazing, but it still requires energy. So I just feel like we haven't had just a night of, of being a potato sack. That's how I described it to my mom. <laughs> I, yeah, I would, I would love some potato sack time. Same. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. Like, and potato sack time is really like you're doing nothing. You're like nothing. On the couch. Six like- or two. A potato sack. <laughs> 100%. I love that for us. I mean, it's very windy here. So please ignore the crazy wind noises. Hoping I don't blow away when I take a jo- uh, ghost for a walk. Were you about to, what were you about to call her? Dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That is hilarious. I was like, what are you going to call her? Dom? Like I, I didn't. <laughs> no, no, just dog. Just dog. That's how we refer to her. <laughs> She's very sleepy. She's sleeping on the couch. Um, but anyway, before we do Pride and Pickle, was there a story that you wanted to tell today? I don't know. Yesterday you said something about like, oh my God, I want to tell this story on the podcast. <gasps> oh, I, I wish I remembered. Was it something you were in high school? Oh, we were talking about London, how we haven't talked about London yet. London. But I feel like we would have to take some time to like reflect on London. It's been a few years. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll save the London stories for another time, but we have some good stories about when we went to London junior year of high school. Yeah, which it was so amazing. Um, I thought when you first said that, I was like, oh, is it going to be that Ashley's a freaking bully? <laughs> oh, oh, you want to talk about your painting? No, I don't really want to talk about it, but <laughs> I just think she, her face, normally when we mention her name on the podcast, she grins from ear to ear. So I feel like her hearing me publicly call her a bully, she's going to freak out and like think people are going to start to bully her on the internet. And they're not. She's an amazing friend, but she made fun of my painting. So I called her a bully. <laughs> um, honestly, the painting wasn't great. It wasn't, but it started off so great. We had like a- It could have been really good. You just were impatient. 
I know. I really, I really was. It's because whenever I do any sort of painting, which is actually never, so I don't know why I act like I'm an avid painter. Um, ooh, Haley's gonna be upset that you did a craft. <laughs> but I just I don't have patience to wait for it to dry. And then I lose motivation to finish it. I just want it to like be done one, two, three. Yeah, I do get that. I do understand that. That's why I don't like crafts. They require too much patience. Yeah. They do. That of which I do not have. <laughs> No, we're not craft people. We're not. We're not. It's not our thing. We're a little too, we're a little too go, go, go for that. Yeah. I do admire people that like craft. Me too. I mean, I, I really did love what you did. I love the, Julia was a head of paint crew as a child. (laughs) As a child, because obviously I have a lot of artistic um, talents. That was so talent. And we said yesterday, I was like, oh wait, I think I was that too. (laughs) Yeah, Brenda didn't remember she was also our fake crew. <laughs> yeah, that was when we were in high school. Part of our theater company thing was that we like had to be, we were head of like crews that like did things for the sets. And me and Brenda were on the paint crew. So we painted the sets, even though Brenda and I have no painting talent. Like, no, I think it was just like the cool crew. It was, it was the cool crew. Like, it was like the cool crew. So we were like, okay, I think we have to morph ourselves into painters, which, you <laughs> yeah. know put on a facade of yeah we decided to embody it and embody it we did we did all the way to the top yeah I, I remember I used to put like I used to like just put paint on my body I mean on my pants and stuff remember like you're painting yeah yeah I did that as well Great, really good leadership skills but anyway speaking of leadership and skills and talents on Thursday, we have Heather Monahan who is talking to us all about confidence, finding your worth, figuring out how to leverage your skills and your talents to create the life you want. She's incredible. This episode is empowering as heck. Oh, yeah. And today we're going to talk a little bit about like finding those unique skills and talents because sometimes that can be a little difficult. Yeah, I think it definitely can be. We had just like the best time talking to Heather. I feel like we we knew we went into this episode knowing it was going to be like a really freaking powerful one. She's just like, obviously we looked into her story and she's just such a great speaker. And I feel like is able to make what she says not only feel so inspiring, but make you feel capable of doing it too. Just the way she words everything is so perfect. So I really think you guys are going to love this episode, especially because I feel like we're in a time where we're all navigating through wherever we are in life. And it's never too late to kind of take a step back and discover what your real superpower is. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Julia were just kind of reflecting last night together. We're like, shoot, like the fact that we thought we were the, such an evolved version of ourselves a few months ago, but like actually taking time to think about it and reevaluate and recreate and reinvent ourselves, like, damn, it made us so excited for what's to come. It's true. It's really true. So we're going to get all into that in a few also, when we do talk about London and we need to talk about how you got locked out of your room and tried to sleep. I don't even remember that. <laughs> I can't believe you don't remember. I'll remind you anyway for another week. But now it's time for Pride and the Amazing. Um, my pride. Let's see. What's my pride this week? 
girl. What's your pride, girl? Um, I think my pride. Honestly, I'm gonna give a little shout out to one of our listeners. Yeah. I want to say it's Anna. I want to say like Anna, but Anna, Anna, one of the two variations. Um, I know it might be different with our little New York accents, but I want to g- give a little shout out. Of course, I'm totally not outing someone, but it just was. I am so taken back when there are people from all over the world like reaching out to us, not only to give us validation, which is so very much our love language, but to also just like remind us that what we're doing is impactful to even reach out to us for advice. Like it just means the world to know that someone like that someone that we've never met or some ones that we've never met are really being impacted and care about what we have to say. And yeah, I just think it really is so fulfilling to know that when it's such a big part of our purpose. Yeah, it's really amazing what, you know, obviously there's pros and cons to the internet and social media, but one of the real pros is that you can really create community with people that you've never even met before that might be in a completely different place, but it really is a hub for community and connection. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So yeah, shout out to you. Thank you for being such an amazing supporter and to everyone, honestly, that supports us every single day. We're excited to keep growing with you guys and learning because I feel like we've already learned so much. So my pickle, my pickle is that I keep having this feeling Every time I hang up the phone with anyone, like not with you, it's normal, but like um, with my boss, with like a customer, this feeling that I'm going to say love you at the end of the call and that it would be so weird. I think that too. You do? I always think I'm going to say love you to random ass people (laughs) on the end of my phone calls. Oh my God. I lately it's been so heightened and I'm like does anybody else think this yes a hundred percent it's like a huge fear of mine like and you know what it reminds me of when you would be scared to call your teacher mom did you have that fear no (laughs) I can't resonate with that one um but I do resonate with the love you one oh my gosh that one I'm like what would I do what would I say because I keep I keep putting so much on my plate um and I love everything on my plate right now but I keep like making like little mistakes whether it's something like I send the wrong text or I accidentally the other day um I'm just doing doing this challenge long story short and I accidentally sent my like challenge entry form to a customer <laughs> oh my god instead of attaching like literally a UPS label and I, I was like label attached and she was like hey Brenda that doesn't look like a label I'm like oh no like <laughs> you're doing like little things like that um yeah so that's definitely definitely a pickle and a side pickle that I'll be really fast about is I continue to have a fear that my brother is going to be naked anytime that I walk into the house. I'm traumatized. I really I feel like that. every time we tried to walk into her house yesterday, she had to text her brother in advance to say. And he thinks it's so funny too, because I'll text him and be like, Hey, I'm coming inside soon in case you're naked. He's like, why do you always think I'm naked? <laughs> you really are having, like, are having some sort of drama response. I just am. Anyway, darling, please tell me your my goodness um my pickle is that I really love cauliflower but it makes me like so bloated and sick like every time I eat cauliflower I get so nauseous and bloated for like three days and it's really sad because I really like cauliflower isn't that interesting my question for you is has it always been this way or a more recent development Good question. I think it's always been this way, but I think it got worse. 
Yeah, because I feel like we've had some cauliflower and yoki and your reactions haven't been as intense. So I'm like, is she developing an extra sensitivity? Yeah, I don't know, but like, it's bad. Yeah. Really upsetting because I love a cauliflower gnocchi. I love a cauliflower crust pizza. I mm. like plain cauli dipped in some, you know, dip perhaps. Dipped in some dip, but of course. Dip. I just, I, it's very upsetting. That is, that's a clump clump situation. <laughs> Clump, clump. I keep doing that. Oh <laughs> no, that really sucks. I want. I I hope somehow it's a fluke. I know. Maybe my body will. If I just keep eating it, maybe my body will get. We'll just trick it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna trick it. It's It'll like making myself like ginger, and now I love it. Yeah, that's like. This is might be a little different, but Chelsea, my friend Chelsea, um, for those of you that maybe I haven't talked about her on the podcast before. She's allergic to aloe. So she used to rub aloe, like a lotion on her hands every day in hopes of building up a tolerance. Oh God, that's like dangerous. I know. Like she would literally give herself allergic reactions oh. just to try and build up immunity. Oh, did it work? Um, no, I think she's still allergic to it. <laughs> Dang it. Dang it. <sighs> I don't know. It is a good tactic though. You really don't force yourself to do things. Exactly. <laughs> we don't support it. Don't please don't do things to your body that you're allergic to. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not good. Um anyway, on to my pride. My pride this week was um asking for exactly what I wanted. Mm. In the most powerful energetic about it. Oh fuck yeah. Oh my gosh. This is so weird. You guys were on zoom today. So we keep like waiting for each other to see if like the other person's going to speak because our dynamic is so fabulous that we're such active listeners. <laughs> we are active listeners. We are. Um, but agreed. You are, I don't want to get into it to respect, um, respect some privacy, but holy shit. I was blown away by Julia. I could, I could not even believe how unapologetic she was this week. I'm just saying it feels really good. It's scary. It's so fucking scary, but it feels really good to ask for exactly what you want. And, and if people can't give you it, then they can't give you it. And that's fine. But like, and you'll get, you'll get over it. You'll move on, like whatever. But it feels really good to ask for exactly what you need. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like we've been discovering that more and more that like the way that we meet people with certain topics or conversations or things that we need, and the more confident that we are about that, which really does relate to everything with Heather. um, It's just met so differently than with hesitation. And again, it doesn't mean I I know we say it all the time, but like, it doesn't mean being mean or nasty or being like, either you give me this or like F you No, but it's just like being so sure and having that clarity and that confidence in what it is that you're desiring because you know you're worthy of it is is so transformative. Yeah, this really does tie into our episode on Thursday because it's kind of everything we talk about, but like knowing your worth and then asking for what you're worth. Like Heather tells this whole story about also that like as women a lot, we undervalue ourselves, which is certainly true but starting to get better of knowing your value and asking for that. And Heather tells this awesome story. I'm not going to tell it so you can hear it on Thursday, but about, you know, uh, asking for like a flat out number 
uh, for a salary from this guy that she just met because she knew that she had a talent and that he was interested in the talent and like asking for what you're worth. She still undervalued herself because she didn't, she didn't know just how much she was worth, but it really does tie into this of like getting clear on what you bring to the table and knowing how valuable those things are and making sure that people meet you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it can be so tricky. I, I think about it when it, if it comes to like business and stuff like that, I know for myself, like um, there have been so many instances at my job where the, even the interns who lit, who are interns and they're great people, but they're like, why you know, why do you hesitate? Why are you hesitant about this? Like you, you bring so much here. Um, and I don't know, it's so weird because it's like, we, we, you know, play out scenarios or whatnot. And I'm like, isn't it interesting that you would go in there into a room, right. With the boss or whatever. And you would ask for exactly what you want. You would say it exactly as you desire. But when it comes to me, there's so many more processes that I think about. Um, because even if like, logically, I believe that I'm worthy and that I'm great and that I'm talented, there's so much more hesitation that goes into that fear of like being rejected or maybe being told that you aren't good enough or like, I don't know, it's it's all, there's so many separate steps. Um, I think- That's new for me. Like I've never, like this is new to feel con- like, to feel like I'm going to be unapologetic and just ask for exactly what I need. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. In like smaller things, but in bigger things when it comes from like a boss or- someone ahead above me or a relationship like that's new yeah oh no and it's new it's new for me too and I feel like in a lot of ways um normally I wouldn't be able to attest to like either asking for things or whatever but I definitely feel a shift in my own self as well in the way that I approach certain topics even in the past few weeks um not even just asking for what I need but just saying what I'm doing like I feel like I've um certain aspects of boundaries in terms of like oh well this is what I do with this part of my time so I'll meet you after and I'm a big person like really really wants to be there for people but I've been being nope hello I've been um like very straightforward about oh this is the time that I set aside for myself to get movement in or whatever and like not I don't know if this sounds like shitty see this is me being hesitant uh not expecting people to respect it but like expecting myself to like to honor the demeanor of excellence that I'm chasing after and um like knowing that there is room for more things you know absolutely also if you respect if you respect your time then like other people are going to respect your time yeah definitely and I really love I know this is not super related but I feel like it's it's so cool to see even with us too like I feel like about our dynamic like sometimes I'm like okay Uh, we want to work, 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 but it's so cool to, when you really have something like good with someone, they respect when you're like, ah, I don't have the energy for this. And I feel like that's something that, that works so well with us Mm -hmm. is just kind of figuring out, even though I totally was not honest about my energy at first. And I often do want to push beyond where my energy is, but it's so cool I think when you do find a dynamic of people that like really understand each other, that people can meet you where it is, where you are. It comes from like setting a good precedent. Like when you constantly show up, when you're the type of person that you've proven you're a reliable, hardworking person, when you 
need a day or you're having an off time, like people don't look at that as a negative thing. Like people look at that as like, oh, she's human. She's super reliable. Like today's not the day because you've yeah. set a precedent. And like, that's what I think, you know, is important where, and it comes back to the beginning step of this, like to be able to ask for what you want and what your worth is, you have to get clear on what you bring to the table. And like, that's like getting clear and like, what are your, Heather calls it your superpower, which mm-hmm. I love, like, what are your superpowers? What are your unique skills and talents? What do you, like, what do you bring that you can stand so confidently in so that you, you almost become a little unshakable if there is rejection or if there is pushback or hesitation, because you know, those are my superpowers. Definitely. And I think it's so cool that you're able to discover like my superpower today might be, I think there are certain superpowers that will always remain constant for us. Like I know when I think about you, Ju, when I think about myself, a lot of our superpowers are similar in the way we're able to connect with people and the way we're able to be so deeply empathetic and have such a high emotional intelligence and be like ambitious. Like I think those will always be constant aspects of our superpowers, but it's cool that like we're stepping into all these new things and and, and that they're able to evolve like it's I don't know it's it's been so something about these past few months I think for both of us have been so transformative because we've opened our hearts and minds to the possibility that things don't have to stay the same mm-hmm. and it's it's just been like the most eye-opening experience so I think allowing yourself to to know like oh these things can shift and I can be whoever I want to be I've been thinking a lot about making a choice and I, I, I was reflecting in my climb class and I'm obsessed with, I know you guys hate me, but it, 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 and I know it sounds so silly, but I've never, ever been in a class and been like, felt like the fastest person or the strongest person. And it's not about the competition. I'm talking about like the emotional and mental capacity of it, where I just feel like, I don't know. It's so, it's so transformative. So anyway, because I'm getting off topic, um, it's, I think we spend so much time, although the, asking the questions are super important, um, we spend a lot of time like, uh, what is it? Like wishing, mm-hmm. wishing for things and not like taking a step. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been thinking so much about, I'm like, how did I get to this place where I feel so strong mentally and emotionally? And I realize I'm like, I just made a choice. Like I just, I just chose yeah. to do this thing, right? Yeah. And it doesn't mean that it's an overnight process, but there are so many different things in our lives that I'm sure we could wish and want. And so many aspects of it start with just making a choice. Yep. And then again and again, yeah. Attention, attention, calling all sneaker lovers. Calling all sneaker lovers. I have incredible news because our newest sponsor here at Run 20s Podcast is eBay. eBay is the original sneaker marketplace and it is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. Whether it's a rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you are looking for. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. So a team of experienced sneaker authenticators verified the logo, the box, the stitching, dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee that includes a digital stamp of authenticity and it also protects sellers with a verified return. 
return policy. And for you sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers over $100, making it free to sell or flip your collection, which is just incredible. So go head over to ebay.com slash sneakers today dot ebay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. So go ahead, girl, go get yourself a pair of cute sneaks. You deserve it. Get a pair for your boyfriend, for your dad, your mom, your dog. I don't know. Everybody loves a good sneaker. Go head over to eBay and enjoy. Exactly. Over and over choosing and like one foot in front of the other. And I think what is important to acknowledge when it comes to like, for because I can imagine me, so many people being like, I don't know what my superpower is, or I don't have a superpower. One, everybody has a superpower and you have multiple superpowers. Two, when we're talking about superpower, it doesn't mean that you have to be like, if one of my superpowers is that I'm super empathetic. I, that doesn't mean I'm the most empathetic person in the whole world. Like I'm not the best at being empathetic. Like your superpower doesn't mean you need to be number one or the best ever at that thing. But it's something that you are confident in and you know to be true about yourself and something that you can bring to the table over and over and over again. And I think that that is like important to acknowledge because I think people can get confused of like, I have to be the best at something, but that's not true. Like that's, that doesn't, that's not the same as your superpower. Yeah, definitely. And I think also it might be something that you don't even realize is a superpower. Like I think before we started this podcast, maybe I wouldn't have really like, I would have probably been like, oh, I'm nice, but I wouldn't have thought about like the other layers of it, right? The actually like being able to connect with people, being able to make people feel connected and like I'm approachable and creating a friendly environment. Like there's so much more than to, to like those one statements. So you might be in a place where you're like, oh, I have no superpowers, but you just might not be conscious of what those can be, right? Like we might not think so much about how being able to be super empathetic is a superpower. Mm -hmm. Heather's tip for figuring it out, because I think it is important for people to get clear on like what that is. If you want to make a change in your your life, if you want to start asking for more in your life, if you want to leverage those things to find your purpose in order to like do things that you love with your life, it is clear to get important. It is important to get clear on them. Heather's tip for it was journaling of like journaling about what you're good at journaling about what you like doing like also your superpower can come from something that you like doing like she she her she says her superpower is sales like she knows she's really good at sales and speaking and she like to get and she it was something that she liked doing and like over and over practice and so getting like using journaling to get clear on like what do you like what do you feel like you're really good at? And then the other thing that I would add to that is like listening to what people tell you that you're good at. Mm-hmm. Like, and it doesn't have to be, and it doesn't have to be concrete. Like Brenda said, someone could, someone could tell Brenda like, oh, you're really kind. Like Brenda hears over and over that she's a kind person. And that might not in your head right away translate to, oh, my superpower is kindness. But like, like you said, like listening to that, that people told you were kind and then going internally and under and understanding what the layers to that are and understanding how that can, how you can use that to build things, create things, connect to other people. If you listen to the universe and what like people are telling you you're good at, 
you're, you'll find your superpower through that. Yeah. And it's so weird that we're talking about this because I'm bringing up Chelsea again, but we were together before and she mentioned something about someone that she met and she said, I just met this person for the first time and she act like she treated me as if we knew each other forever. And she said, you, you know what? That's, that's like a talent. And it's, it's just so strange that I just had this conversation because in that moment I said, huh, that is a talent. Like it is a talent to be able to just to, to make people feel like so, so connected to you within moments of knowing them, you know? And like, how can you use that? You can use that in so many professions. You could use that as to be, you know, a therapist. You could use that to be a salesperson. You could use yeah. that, like all these little unique skills and talents you have, it's not, it's figuring out what they are. And then it's figuring out how to harness them. Absolutely. Yeah. And they can be used in ways that you wouldn't even think about. Like even with my job, if I were to go into details of what the heck my job is, people would be like, what the fuck? (laughs) But one of the the things that I was able to very much sell myself on is I said, I know that people can trust me. I know that people would find me to be approachable and welcoming and inviting. And it's that part of my personality and same thing with you is something that can be played in so many different areas of your life. So I do encourage you guys, like Julia said, to just, just think about asking those simple questions of like, what is it that I enjoy? What do I feel fulfilled doing? even asking like, what, what are some things that I have strengths in? And I, I, I guess I'm thinking about someone who's in a place where they're, they really feel not just like they don't have a superpower, but I think about moments when I've been in a, in a deep, dark hole and haven't been able to pinpoint something that I really like loved about myself. And, and if you're there, we're, we're so here for you. We understand moments in life come that way, but just remember that it is, temporary and that there is even if you can't pinpoint something right now in this given moment there are so many things that are just based on who you are at your core part of your superpower and there's so many things that you will be able to continue discovering if you give yourself that opportunity and bet on yourself I was listening to a podcast the other day where it was like what if we you know if we exhaled and it's not fucking easy but if we exhaled every ounce of doubt and just woke up every day betting on ourselves and like using ourselves and I was like what would that be right and 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 make that your choice and it said something like you know we we let so much self-doubt and fear get in the way that that we we forget to just to just trust ourselves and just do the things and um I think so much of our confidence and what we do does come from self-belief and I know we talk about self-belief a lot but knowing that like I don't know. I think I I think about where we are now and I'm like, damn, like I I am so proud of us and all these things, but I know there were places where we were both in situations where we maybe didn't feel super proud or couldn't see the reason behind things. So with all that being said, I think the best ways to build up your self-belief are to choose something super simple. Like it doesn't have to be, I'm going to meditate every single day for 20 minutes. And I know we always say start small, but I think picking something you can do every single day whether it is for two minutes and showing yourself, oh shit, like look at me doing this every day for two minutes. That builds up your self-belief in ways you would not even imagine. Absolutely. And I want to give an example for another superpower thing for you, bud. Like you, I think that you recently discovered a superpower of yours with this podcast is that you're really freaking good at outreach. Like you're really good at Brenda handles our schedule, scheduling all the guests. Like Brenda handles the outreach. She's the one that reaches out to people to get them to come on the show. And like, 
she is so fucking good at that. And I know that that is not my talent. Like, I know that that is, I would not be good at that. And that's great that like what Brenda brings to the table and what I bring to the table are totally separate. And that's why our partnership, one of the reasons why our partnership works so great with this. But I think that like, I don't know if you would have known that about yourself before. And I think that that comes from like, people always tell you, you are really approachable. Like you've always gotten that, like people in your life tell you that you're approachable and you are, you're extremely approachable. And I think that quality, that superpower makes you really amazing at this outreach thing. And like Brenda gets a response from everybody. literally everyone no but a really nice no (laughs) yeah even if it's a no she gets a really nice no like and it's it's rare that she gets no because she's like you just have a way of approaching people that is really really awesome and and like look at that like something that you've been told your whole life I'm approachable okay how do I use that you know like you could be given that piece of advice and you might not know how to use it right away but through like being reflective through trying new things, you've under you've now uncovered that you have this like amazing unique talent that can be used in so many incredible ways. And you yeah. know that you bring that to the table. So like when someone asks you, like when you're going in for a job or for a relationship or for a promotion or something, like that's something that you can bring to the table and you could say, I'm really freaking good at this. Totally. Yeah. And it's so interesting because it's something that like, I've always said this little buzzword from when I was younger, for some reason, I, I always actually said, I'm going to change the world. Like I always would say that. And I never, I thought, I mean, the way that I originally thought it would be in that way is so different from the way I assume my life is going to play out. But I always said that. And I always said, I want to make people feel seen, heard and understood and valued. And it's something I carried throughout high school with leadership positions and in college leadership positions and stuff like that. Like I, I, I literally know for a fact, every single speech I gave, whether it was a farewell speech, a vote for me speech, everything said, like, I want you to feel seen, heard, valued, and understood. And it's always been my goal. So it is interesting, like you said, to shift that over into like, when it comes to making people who've never met me or have never met you or have never met us into, you know, having people on the show and whatnot, because I think that does come too, though, with, with the self-belief piece. Like I, I don't, I wonder, I don't know, this is just me talking in circles, but like, I think because I have so much belief in what we do here that I can speak so confidently, not only to what we do and to get people to believe in what we do too. But I think there's also this piece of like everyone that we reach out to, we do make them feel valued, even if they don't know us, you know, like we, we share their value and then share why we would bring value together. And I think it's just like, I don't know, it's very interesting because you, your talents, you're really good at making people feel valued. Yeah. It's, oh, that's so sweet. That, and that means so much to me. And it's, it's because that's a huge piece of my purpose to hear that. It's like, I don't know that it, it comes off that way is, is very valuable. So thank you for saying that. Of course, but it just goes to show that like everybody has talents. Everybody has skills that are unique to them. Everybody has a superpower. Sometimes you just have to like move things aside and like clean off the dirt to like see what those things are. And that's where you start. I think that's where to start. And then like being confident in those things, tell it. And, you know, we talk about it with Heather as well, like getting rid of the stories that we tell ourselves or that people tell us and like really getting clear on like how to, that, that these are things that I'm good at and being confident in that. 
and then figuring out, you know, how to, how you're going to use it, but you got to start there. I'm curious, Drew, what's, if you can find a word or like a phrase or something, what's a superpower that you feel like you've unlocked within the past few months of your life or something that's shifted or like something like that? I think it'll kind of be, I think it would be like my pride of like, yeah, that's what I thought. I've gotten really good. I think at, at asking for, I think I've gotten really good at like knowing knowing what I, my worth in a way. Yeah. And I agree. still a way to go there. Cause there's still a lot of self-doubt. Like I still need to work on the self-doubt part, but I think I've gotten much better at like asking for, asking for what I deserve. 100%. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. I feel like I've noticed that we've had our own conversations. I'm still, I'm still shook. I'm like, oh my gosh, we had like an, a long conversation yesterday and there was no microphone on. <laughs> um, I know I'm like, we're friends. Um, I forget, not I forget. I also like want to celebrate that. And I know we talked about it in your pride, but it is so cool. And I really mostly said that as an example of, you know, you can expect certain things to always be a, a piece of you, but there are so, there is so much left to learn and so much more to go. And uh, during Julia and I's conversation yesterday, we both said, we used to be so, and it doesn't mean there's not fear and self-doubt still, but we used to be so intimidated by the future and like wanting to measure up and this, this, and that, but there's just this overarching knowing in both of us that like, we're going to learn something from anything and it's going to be okay. And we're excited. <laughs> like, um, I feel like the idea of being in your twenties or approaching your late twenties, of course that comes with a lot of pressure, financial, social, everything, but to be so excited for what the future brings and knowing that like, there's so much left to uncover about ourselves, about people in our lives, about the world, um, that there is a way to be excited about it at the same time. Absolutely. And like going off of that, like for back to like what we're saying, like I feel for both of us, and I think for a lot of women, especially when you're younger, like you feel like you have to change little things about yourself or act in certain ways in order to make other people feel comfortable. And I think one of the biggest things that for both of us that we're learning and goes in hand with like the asking for what you're worth of like, I'm not gonna, you know, mold myself to be a certain way to make somebody else comfortable. Yeah. And that can be in itself uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh, it is uncomfortable. It it could totally be uncomfortable, but I just, I think that's the space that I'm proudest of us to both be navigating right now because- we like we've said it a million times recovering people pleasers 100% and it's it's our buzzword it's our go to but it's so true and especially when you combine that with being so deeply empathetic like it's there's this you know this desire to make other people happy and this desire to want to you know impact people and bring out the best in others and a lot of times that comes at your own sacrifice so yeah. to find a way to morph the two to not write off people in your life but to like to really put you first and to really uncover what it's like to set those boundaries and be so much less apologetic about what it is that you're doing and why you're doing it and i just i don't know i just think we've gained such a deep level of self awareness where like I think that's part of the biggest things for you too Ju like I see so much not that you weren't self-aware before that's why it's such a weird way to go about it but just a, a 
just a big picture. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I also think like going off of that of when you bring like let when you show up at the table and you're like, okay, here's where I'm at, here's what I need, and here's what I have to offer, and laying that out, and then being like, what do you need? How can I help you? Like, what do you see is maybe a discrepancy here or like what am I missing that you wish that you could see in me or like you know it's not just saying okay here's my shit and like take it or leave it it's saying here's what I have to bring what do you think about this what do you need what do you see and then like hearing that and understanding like okay and then like how that that's gonna work like I because you know I will no longer like mold myself to be a type of person that somebody wants me to be to make them feel more comfortable but I'll always hear but it's still important to hear what else what someone what they're bringing because like everyone comes from their own experiences and Heather used this example when she talked about going on job interviews of like at the end of the call say did I answer all your questions did you get everything that you needed from me okay, if, it, if the decision was up to you and you alone, would you hire me? And then if the answer is no, saying, okay, great, would you mind telling me what you think I'm missing? So that you can go and reflect and be like, okay, is that something I can improve on? Is that something I want to add into my life? Or like, was that just not the right fit for me? And you can take that to a job interview. You could take that to a friendship. You could take that to a romantic relationship, like for a promotion, anything. You could use it for anything. And I feel like that's one of those things that we're not fully trained to do. Like we forget that sometimes romantic relationships are honestly, you know, I guess using that as an example, like they are partnerships. And I think sometimes I'm even confused when I go to Chris, I'm like, is there anything I could do to make you feel more happier, more fulfilled? And it's not something I've always asked, but it's something that I genuinely care about. So it's like really thinking about what do I care about most in this life right now? Those might shift and how how can I make those the best that they can be myself? And how, like, how can I ask for making them the best that they can be in the way that I feel? And how can I do that for others? And I feel like we forget sometimes that all of those things, I guess, not that they take effort because maybe we do know that, but like that we're, I don't know. I, I guess it comes back to the whole thing about it being passive versus intentional. And I feel like asking those types of questions, like you said about Heather, like not just to ourselves and what do I need and asking from others what you need, but also asking other people like what, you know, what can I give to you? Because by doing that, we model the way. And I feel like that's part of why you and I are learning so much about this is because I see it in you, you see it in me, we see it in in people in our lives now through the podcast, through our conversations that like this example, I guess that we set you know, transcends to people in our circles. And then, you know, we, we end up feeling more connected, more fulfilled, more everything. Absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree. I was just going to say something now. I don't remember. Oh, I was going to say that like people aren't mind readers. Like we're not mind readers. People, other people aren't mind readers. Like how are we, you know, the best way to move forward, I feel like with anything is like asking for what you need, expressing what you want, and then asking people what they need and what they want and like, and figuring it out. You know, no one's going to know what you need or what you want if you don't tell them. And you're not going to know how to best, how to show up as the best version of yourself to, to serve the people in your life that you want to serve. Like, 
Absolutely. Yeah. How else are you going to know if we don't communicate those things? Yeah. And I think kind of placing the, not putting blame on anything, not putting blame on ourselves for not knowing if we haven't asked the questions and not putting blame on whether it is a partner or something for maybe not knowing how to love you best or how to communicate best or how you feel most loved if you haven't had those conversations, you know? Um, Like I think a lot of people, especially in romantic relationships are like, oh, they don't know. Like, you know, maybe if we were right for each other, they would do this already. But it's like, did, did you ask for that? Did you share that that's what makes you feel most loved? You know, not, not demanding. <laughs> um, but it, it, I just think it comes back to ourselves too. And beyond asking ourselves the questions, trying and seeing how it goes. Like the version of me that I am today, I don't even think I could have imagined being this version of me, which might be interesting for people looking on the outside in, but I know for myself looking from the inside out, um, like I would have never imagined this version of myself because I never like took the time before this to conceptualize that like, if I made this amount of choices, if that's really how I want to be and live my life and have my habits and the way that I want to love and all these things, like I, I wouldn't be there, you know? Yeah. I totally agree. Fascinating. Well, I think on that note, we're gonna leave it there I want everyone to know that they have incredible unique talents and superpowers and everyone is gonna love Heather on Thursday we talk all about all this stuff how to leverage it Heather provides so many incredible examples of all of this and what do we want to leave them off with Brenda we want to leave them off with you are a 10 out of 10. (laughs) You're a superhero. A super fucking hero. You're going to be having a movie made about you with a cape. Oh, love a cape. (laughs) Go out and kill this week, everybody. Bet on yourself. Bet on yourself. I love that. I am taking that away from this episode. Mm. If you haven't already, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube. If you like the show, leave a comment, leave a review. We love hearing from you guys. And it would mean the world to us if you shared this episode with one friend. Say, hey, check out this podcast. This is a podcast I love. Um, It really helps us grow the show reach more people and create a bigger and better community for you guys. Fuck yeah. Send it in a group chat, perhaps. We live for a group chat. (laughs) But thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts. We love you. Hopefully you love us back all the same. Um, And we will catch you next. Nope. On on Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.